this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today we'll be talking with Melissa McCoy. She's the Chief Advancement Officer of Abilities First, enriching the lives of children and adults in our communities. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning to both of you, and thank you for having me. It's oh, we're pleasure. so happy. So, yeah. Melissa McCoy, tell us what is Abilities First? Abilities First is a nonprofit organization supporting the needs of individuals with disabilities throughout the Hudson Valley region. We've been in existence since 1962 when it started as a small group of families wanting something better for their their loved one and has grown to be a, a continuum of care throughout life, serving over 1,400 individuals. Um, and, and supported by over 600 employees um, that, that are providing that direct support provider uh, uh, care, as well as you know the operational aspect in schools and adult programs. Now, let's talk a little bit about the kind of folks that you can help. Um, what kind of diagnoses or issues uh, do your clients have that you know you can bring your special expertise to? So we we pride ourselves on that. We do not limit. The, the type of disability that we accept. There are lots of organi- wonderful organizations that are focused on a specific diagnosis, such as autism, which mm-hmm. many may be aware of, but we do not um, limit that. We want to be able to provide the support to each individual. So we may have, and I'll use some of the children, uh, a child with autism, a child with epilepsy, um, some diagnoses, which I probably couldn't even uh, give them good faith in saying the name of them, uh, unfortunately. And, and some are those that, that can't regulate their body temperature, mm-hmm. um, that, that a lot of children that come to us in our schools um, need the support that they're not unable to be provided in their school district. So those uh, are children and 75% of who are unable to use spoken word as their form of communication. So that kind of gives you a little bit of a framework with the, the children. And in some instances, they, they're, they're moving about in their classrooms, uh, but there are many children that are using um Chairs or other assistive devices um, could have uh, some type of uh, breathing apparatus as well as other supports that are needed. Um, And then there are those that are uh, just intellectually challenged or delayed and use their um, own form of communication in spoken word. So and and what um, are the age range? I was going to ask, yeah, the age range of the children. We're, that we So for children, it's birth through tw- age 21, which is when they age out of the school district. Oh, so birth through age 21. That's so you, you're like an early start. Is Yeah, is, there's a, there's yeah. an aspect for early intervention. Um, we have UPK in Hyde Park. We have preschools in Orange and Dutchess counties. And then that transitions after that three, four, five year old range to K through 12, which, which would you would most know as K through 12. But um, we don't have grade levels and such. It's based on the needs of the children. But our focus is to give them the skills to be as most independent as they can by the time they they move on to the adult supports, which is through the Office for People with Developmental Disabilities, which usually occurs around age 21. But some some families may feel their loved one is ready at 18, 19. Socially, they may be more advanced, Mm -hmm. um, need less supports. And, And our continuum of care is then moving them from their educational world where we're we're preparing them that they can move into whether it's uh, living independently uh, in a supportive environment 
work employment opportunities where we're helping them with that work employment, as well as dayhab, uh, community habilitation. So there are folks that need a significant amount of supports. And then there are many that just want to live very independently and they're able to with some, some moderate uh, supports throughout their week. Our guest on Radio Rotary is Melissa McCoy from Abilities First, and we're talking about the great work they do with people throughout the Hudson Valley. Uh, Melissa, you talked about independence being very important. So is this strictly uh, a program that assists in the schools and in the home, or is there a residential aspect to it? There is a residential aspect to it as well. We have uh, 13 group homes throughout the uh, Hudson Valley and also supportive employment uh, apartment complexes. So some instances, an individual has their own apartment and there's four others with individual apartment and then maybe a manager of, of that. A house would be more like a typical house where everyone has their bedrooms and then there's the supports that's with them 24-7. And then there are those, as I mentioned, that live outside in the, in the community in an independent apartment. For those at home who want to learn more about Abilities yeah. First, do you have a, uh, a website? We do. www.abilitiesfirstny.org. Give that to us one more time. Abilitiesfirstny.org. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll have our great guest, Melissa McCoy, repeat that in the second portion of the show. Just because I've, I've been a labor and delivery nurse uh, years ago. For example, if when you said birth on, that like struck to my heart. If a, if a mother or, or parents knew that, for example, they had a baby and that baby was going to have had Down syndrome mm-hmm. and they knew that from obviously so many weeks on in their pregnancy, can they get a hold of abilities first um, immediately, like during their pregnancy to say, hey, I, I, I'm going to have a child born with this, I'll call it different ability. And um, can, do they get them enrolled in your program as soon as possible? So typically they've got to go through the the process of an evaluation and being identified to receive services, whether it's through Medicaid or or other or other support systems. So typically it's not that early. We we use the the phrase, though, it's birth through life because at an early uh, uh, point in time, there could be supports that are provided and beyond the the one-on-one with individuals, the agency likes to provide supports or resources um, that can help families. And um, we, we are venturing down uh, some new paths for, for more uh, statewide resources mm-hmm. that we can be um, at the front end of, of providing those. And we're going to find out more about the terrific work of this great organization, Abilities First, from our terrific guest, Melissa McCoy, in just a moment. But Kathy Kruger, who gives us the ability to bring Radio Rotary on the air this week by being our sponsors? We are sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, and the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. I'll be back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. We all move on a mental wellness scale. We can become depressed or anxious, or we can overuse drugs and alcohol when we're in a stressful situation. Stress will move us on a scale of mental wellness in a negative way. These times we are living in can certainly cause us all stress. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO at Mental Health America of Dutchess County. We here at MHA want everyone to know that if you find yourself struggling lately with your mental wellness, MHA 
has a wide array of support, treatment, and referral services. Our services are of no cost to you, and we are always happy to help in any way we can. A few thoughts to live by. Be kind to one another, and check in on your friends, families, and neighbors. While you are checking in on others, please know that if you need guidance or professional help, MHA of Dutchess County is always here for you. We can be reached at 473-2500 or visit us on the web at mhaduchess.org. That's mhaduchess.org. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. He's rounding first, second, third. He stopped between third and home. What the heck? Ooh, that's not the time to stop. And now's not the time to stop wearing a mask. Vaccines are a game changer, but the game's not over. Until more of us get vaccinated, masks help slow the spread. Mask up, America, and finish strong. For more information, please visit cdc.gov masks. A message by CDC and the Ad Council. You're listening to Magic 92.5 WGHQ, and there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fish Skill New Paltz and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Could you go the distance to keep a child healthy? Could you travel the world to help eliminate polio? A Rotary member could. Rotary continues its efforts to end the crippling disease worldwide, providing children with needed vaccinations. For information, go to rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My usual co-host, Sarah O'Connell Plater, is away this week. But we have the producer as our co-host, the fabulous Kathy Kruger. Hi there, Kathy. Hi there, Jonah. Thanks. And we have an equally fabulous guest you're about to introduce. Yes, we have Melissa McCoy, and she is the Chief Advancement Officer of Abilities First. And she's going to let us know how she's helping some really special children and adults in our communities. Well, Melissa, welcome back to part two of uh, Radio Rotary. And, Thank um, you so much. Those who may have joined us late, remind us, what is Abilities First? Abilities First is a nonprofit organization supporting the needs of individuals with disabilities throughout the Hudson Valley region for schools and adult programs. And um, if somebody at home feels they can take advantage of your services or has a child or, or an adult loved one that might need your services, 
how is it done? How, how do we go from start to finish? Uh, first contacting you either by phone or your, or your website or, um, you know, how did he just show up or do you need an appointment? How's it done? So for, for families, there can be various stages in life uh, that require different needs. So for our children, um, pre, preschool birth through, through 21 is our school program. So those children or their families may have started having some uh, realization that, that something might be, um, you know, heading in a different direction than they had anticipated with their, probably their pediatrician or, or other uh, medical provider. And, and that kind of starts the road, actually, for reaching out and starting to identify where they should be looking for, for resources, as well as starting some of that evaluation. Let's say it's a three-year-old and does that evaluation for, pre, for uh, kindergarten or preschool. That starts the opportunity within the New York State Education Program and then the counties uh, for, for family services to provide supports to a child that needs that early intervention. So it, it, it's a combination. So they don't necessarily pick up the phone and call us, but, but many do. And we want to help them navigate that process. And we are actually going to be launching a, a, a program called Unplanned Journey, and that oh, will help them to understand. Uh, it'll be a virtual opportunity for families to dial in, ask questions, and help them navigate. Because you know, even just having a child is a new a new venture for anyone that, that that has never cared for a child before. But certainly, you know, there's an old adage that you you think you're going to Italy and you end up in Africa, and 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 you have some different experience and, and new things that you need to navigate. So that's for, for the, the uh, youth area. However, if someone came into the county from another state uh, or into our region, they can contact our school as well as their special education department in their school to start the conversation about abilities first potentially being a school for their child. And probably this would be a good time to give out the contact phone numbers and the website again. Absolutely. The phone number is 845-485-9803. And the website is abilitiesfirstny.org. One more time, please, Melissa. Abilitiesfirstny.org and 845-485-9803. And folks, don't get a pencil and paper. We'll have our terrific guest, Melissa McCoy, repeat that in the third portion of the show. Sure. Many of the children then that you take care of that are school age, K through 12, mm -hmm. um, there are most of them living at home or are they living? Yes. Good okay. question, Kathy. The majority of them do live at home. There are some children who live in, in a, uh, uh, a residential setting. Um, mm -hmm. Many of those are over in Dutchess County and such, but the majority of children um, are coming from home. So they, they get on a bus, they travel. And probably the only difference is that with children that need to find these types of resources, they quite often go to a different county. And we may have a child coming from Putnam County coming to our school from over by um, Pennsylvania, the border of Pennsylvania from New York coming all the way to Poughkeepsie. Wow. So it's well over an hour that the, the uh, they are allowed to travel because they need to be able to find the amount of resources. And because of the demand, uh, sadly, the demand, um, that's the largest largest uh, increase in our population. When I arrived seven years ago, we were about 175 children and we're double that now. Is that right? Oh my gosh. So Is the it children because, do you think it's because of better diagnoses and treatment plans that you, you have more children that are using your services? 
I think there's an opportunity to, be, to find that early, uh, you know, evaluation and early mm-hmm. intervention to, to know. And our, our goals, whether they're, uh, you know, in our preschools or our schools, is to get them the skills. And, and many do go back to their districts. And that that's definitely our goal. But there are specialized supports in our schools. Uh, if you took a tour, you'd see uh, that are not available in school districts. So the school districts transport children to us when it's in uh, the uh, three and five year olds or uh, uh, preschools, the children are transported and it's through the county. Um, so it's, a, it's kind of a different model. It's not necessarily the school district. It's, it's supported through the county. Um, so having schools, uh, programs and sites closer to where the need is, such as the new schools we had opened recently in, in Orange County, um, children aren't transported that far. The, the, the taxpayer and the, the counties don't have a lot, as large of expense and they want to keep children in their counties, and, which is what Orange County had done in, in recently. And then if I could jump to the adult program, it, that mm-hmm. is a totally different model. And, and that is supported through Office for People with Developmental Disabilities in New York State. Uh, many of those uh, individuals uh, are supported through funding through Medicaid. And uh, let's say a family moved into the area from, from out of state and had a 25-year-old that, that, that wanted to work where, just like they had before, but work, lives at home, but needs some other you know, community habilitation, they can contact us and, and uh, we will walk through the process with them to make sure that they are, uh, have those you know, um, approvals in place and be able to uh, establish them um, with county or OPWD offices um, and then be the provider, uh, as there are many other providers as well in the region. Well, now, Melissa, let me ask you a question. You, you talked about your uh, youth program going up to age 18. Uh, do many of the youth uh, clients that you uh, help transition to the adult program or is this completely separate? Is this like a, a reevaluation or everything or do they just sort of graduate? We are there for them, and that's what we're most proud of, that we can have a continuum of care. But if you stop and think, not every child or, or young adult leaves uh, their school district and goes on to college. Some might get a job. Some might go into the service. So it's it's the family directing or working with the individual to see what, what is that next best step for them. And and many do stay with us. Some go into our, uh, you know, a supportive uh group home they may go into a supportive employment in a local business that we we work to collaborate with local businesses on um, and others uh, may choose to their family feels you know they, they'll take care of them at home so it's very much their decision just like it, it normally would be for a family and we're going to find out more about the great work of abilities first from melissa mccoy right after these important messages so stay tuned Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, AARauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. 
We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. You're listening to Magic 92.5 WGHQ. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today. No one ever expected the COVID pandemic to last this long. Everyone is fed up with wearing masks, they're sick of restrictions, and thoroughly tired of hearing the horror stories of people desperately trying to breathe and then dying, while people with other medical needs can't get the treatment or surgery they need because the hospitals are full with COVID patients. Any doctor you know will tell you that suffocating from COVID, possibly compounded with pneumonia, is a terrible way to die. And once it's reached that point, there's really nothing that doctors can do but watch it happen. Medical teams across the country are begging their local radio stations to ask people to stop wasting their time and energy fighting against COVID vaccines because the rate of burnout in nurses, physicians, and other medical professionals is at the highest level it's ever been. Those reports of overcrowded hospitals, they're not stories. That's a very real situation happening every day. How would you feel if you spent all your time advocating against getting the COVID vaccine and then you needed emergency medical help but couldn't get it because there's no room in the hospital? That's happening to people every day. If you can't do the right thing for other people, then do it for yourself. Wear a mask in public places and get the COVID vaccine today. No one, not a single person has died because they got the COVID vaccine. Don't be the next person suffering and saying, I should have done it. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree-Bosser. With me is my co-host for the week, Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. This is a great interview and we've got a great guest. So tell us about her. We have Melissa McCoy and she is here from Abilities First and I will let you, Melissa, take it away because you're the perfect guest. We ask you a question and you tell us everything. So, Well, thank you. Um, yeah. you know, I appreciate you having me here because getting the word out to folks uh, that might be in need is, is certainly a big part of, of why we're here. Families with a child or an adult with disabilities that could uh, make good use of the resources in the vast array of ways we can help grow their their level of independence and and participation in life. And from from a kind of the community side that we, we we chatted about offline is the community plays a huge role in that. From our leadership on our boards to uh, family and and community businesses opening their doors or or their you know generosity of, of gifts to help fund many of the things that are not funded through our our uh, financial channel. Um, that that serve the schools and the adults. Now, speaking how, of how money, are you funded? Yeah, yeah that, 
Yeah. So um, annually, we at this point, the organization and you know public information is, is roughly a forty million dollar uh, operation. Wow. Um, it's, it comes through federal uh, Medicaid funding, uh, New York State resources, county resources, uh, New York State education is a piece, a large piece, which is part of the schools, uh, OMH, and, and then a, a scattering of other um, funding resources. But we need to do, uh, you know, a, a significant amount annually to be able to build new buildings. And we were fortunate to just receive a $300,000 grant from Mid-Hudson Regional Economic Development Corporation to be able to uh, build onto the schools that, that already have wait lists for children. Um, so it's granting, it's, uh, you know, businesses, foundations uh, doing private gifts, uh, individuals doing gifts, and on our fundraising events. Um, we fortunately had pivoted starting to go away from a lot of events prior to the pandemic. So we were we're well positioned, uh, fortunately, and focus our time on the individuals and the businesses that, that we know want to be uh, ensuring the success uh, in the next 60 years of this organization. And speaking of finances, uh, is there a charge for your services to the families in need? No, there is not. They, they receive the um, resources through their state, federal, uh, you know, New York State education programs uh, through their districts. So the, you've probably heard the, the phrase money follows the child mm -hmm. in an instance where uh, a child has been given a waiver through their state or their school's um, special education department. They then have the opportunity to evaluate schools that they feel are the right fit for that child. Mm -hmm. And and in many instances, in a wait list of instances, uh, first is their first choice. And uh, so those children uh, come to us and the money comes from the district to the schools to be able to provide um, for them. And so I'll get into the money game a little bit of we are very fortunate to, to see a, a governor right now that is very supportive um, of our industry, of our school children, um, which has not always been the case. And that goes to the funding can only be as much as we are able to support our staff. And, and we, they do exceptional work and they are at the heart of, of our organization. Without them, there, there is not an organization. So being able to get the resources from federal or, or state or wherever it may be in the funding stream is really critical because that is what gets passed on for them to be able to not have to work three jobs in an industry. Uh -huh, yeah. Now, right. speaking of your uh, in addition to your excellent staff, uh, post COVID, when COVID finally goes away, uh. do you have a need for volunteers? Uh, we do in, in, in lots of ways. Uh, some of it is virtual now. So we always try and find ways that folks can do uh, a, a business or individually a fundraiser that anybody can do that at any time um, that folks uh, maybe donate in-kind items. Mm -hmm. um, we had all sport who donated an exceptional amount of exercise equipment when COVID mm. started. Oh, great. And, and that allowed folks that now previously would have been out and about to get some exercise. Um, and so, yes, volunteers come in a lot of different ways. And I would love to speak with them and, and find some ways that, that, that they can uh, fit into their schedules as well as ours. And now would be a great time for your phone number and website. Great. We can be reached at 845-485-9803. And the website is www.abilitiesfirstny.org, abilitiesfirstny.org. We, we danced around a little bit COVID. How has it affected you over the last couple of years? 
Yeah, it, it, it's taken a very large toll on our the individuals, uh, our families, yeah. um, and our and our staff. Um, it it it's continues now, and and even today, instead of usually putting up just snow closures or delays. Um, I, I handle our communications and our communications is often classroom three, four, and two are closed for the next three days. And why is we have mandates of staffing levels. And when people are out sick uh, mm-hmm. or there's been exposure in that classroom, we, we have to keep pivoting and shifting. And um, so the teachers are, are definitely feeling the strain. We've, we've had many reach out. We try and be as supportive uh, to them and, and do things that, that, let them know how much they're appreciated and, and make it as easy as we can. The families equally um, when a parent has a five day a week job themselves and gets, you know, now next week, this day and that day is closed. They have to figure out how to pivot. Right. They're frustrated. Right. And, and, and most importantly, the individuals that had been home for a very long period of time um, or who, who, may remain at home because of, of medical reasons um, or parent choice. They have had a not just the typical learning loss that we're talking about. We'll have things that are life, unfortunately, life altering and, and life minimizing impact mm. um, because of physical and um, uh, PT and OT and, and other interactions. Uh, oh, Melissa God. McCoy, in the minute yeah. we have left, give us your website and phone number again. Invite people to contact you uh, for a better way of life for their loved ones. Yeah, we appreciate the community and, and being here for the community uh, when they need us at Abilities First. You can reach us at www.abilitiesfirstny.org. And our number is 845-485-9803. And it, we, we are here for you and, and welcome any questions. And if we need to direct you and, and support you in some other manner to get you to the right spot, we're happy to do that. Melissa McCoy, thank you for everything you do for people in need through the great work of Abilities First. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much for having us and, and all, all of you be well. Yeah, well you it's too. our pleasure. Thank, thank you, you for you everything too. and thank your staff. Thank those teachers. <laughs> we will. We will. And Kathy, Kathy Kruger, who do we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, Mark, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recover Community, Norman Staffing, and by the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill, East Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clayton will be back with us next week. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and our production director, Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org.